0: you know what you're right we got this hal my kitchen's a mess i have all this loose raw chicken everywhere just broccoli hanging off the edge of the shelves i got spaghetti just lying on the floor i need to
1: put this food somewhere where am i gonna put it is it making you sweat to even improvise this? Cause I know how clean you keep your kitchen.
0: Yeah. It hurt. It just hurts to even joke about such a thing. Today we're talking food storage and we're talking food storage with one of our dearest friends and the funniest guy we know and the font of information,
2: Craig Kakowski. How are you, my friend? Oh, what a delight to be here for the final episode. Like this must be the final episode if we got this right. <laughs> yeah. Because if That's you're the getting thing. to food, if you're getting to food storage, you have covered everything. You would think, <laughs> you
0: would think we haven't left the kitchen for a whole month. We've done a yeah. whole month of episodes that are micro specific to the kitchen. Uh, do you have Kakowski? Do you have a food storage method of choice? Do you have, do you have a go to? uh what do you go to
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's a pretty broadly framed you know when i uh by design when you guys texted me yesterday i was super excited you know uh always love being on we got this love to see you guys and when you sent the the theme um of food storage system i was like oh yeah that's great oh wait what is that what does that even mean (laughs) like Yeah. It feels like <laughs> it could encapsulate so many things. Oh yeah, like, but we're going to narrow it down. Of yeah. course, of course you are. Yeah. We have a tiny fridge, not like a tiny like college student fridge. Sure. Uh but we have a what is a medium-sized refrigerator. So we're very limited into what we can put in there. Mm-hmm. Uh unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But we do have, uh I, I brought one with me. We use these stasher bags quite yes. a bit. Do you guys use these? Okay, yes. yeah. I know the things you're them. talking about. I'm not paid by the Stasher Corporation or, or anything, but these are kind of, uh, the equivalent of a Ziploc bag, but they're silicone. So they Mm -hmm. can be reused, washed out and reused multiple times. And they're, they're great for veggies, for, for fruit, for soups. You know, they're great for storing liquids, Mm -hmm. uh, as well. So I always get
0: nervous storing liquids in a bag. I always feel like it's going to, it's, I feel like the seal is not, I don't, I don't trust the seal of any plastic bag. For a liquid,
2: I imagine we'll get into that today. But yeah, Yeah. I think the the seal tends to be pretty good on these stasher
1: bags, and the liquid seems to be staying in okay for the most part. So no, I'll back you up on that, Greg. I I love them. They're what's great about them because they're silicone. They can go in the freezer, or they can go in the microwave to reheat, and they can go in the dishwasher to be cleaned, and they keep the seal. They I feel like Mark, you buy like do you buy your Ziploc bags or like your equivalent? At, at like Seven Eleven, do you buy them someplace where it's like I go to Party City to get those bags? Because those are you accusing Are sold. you accusing me of buying cheap bags? How? No, I'm just. <laughs> You're accusing me of buying cheap bags. Is that I'm it? Just I'm just like, the mistrust feels like you've had a lot of bags fail on you, and and the,
0: I ask a generic, lot of the but
1: like oh, really, why? I what feel like liquid me? is. I feel like asking
0: liquid of a bag is asking a lot of a bag. Because, and this, this brings me to my first question I was going to ask is we're talking specifically about long-term storage at this point. We can go into some of the short-term food storage containers like you would get in a takeout setting. But if we're talking about long-term storage, I'm going to have a collection of things that remain roughly this end up. You know what I mean? There's a lid part and a bottom part and the liquid's generally go into one of those. The bag feels nebulous in its shape and the way that it will stay in a fridge, the way it will stack, the way it will sit on a shelf, you know what I mean? You feel
2: like you don't want to put chicken broth in
0: a bag and then lay it
2: flat. Exactly. That is It feels antithetical to, to you. your to your entire uh refrigerator. Yes.
0: I will put M-O. chicken broth. I will put chicken broth in a Tupperware container or some sort of plastic or glass container that has a bottom
2: and a top. And you know, which end is which? And I'm telling you, nothing feels more freeing than having liquid in a bag laying flat really? and maybe putting another bag full of liquid on top of that. Yeah. That is madness. That is and none that of is that liquid getting out. Yeah. That's pure chaos. It's all staying in.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can throw a brick on there and it'll still stay sealed. <laughs> it'll do
0: really it. how.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think your problem is you're putting like five gallons of liquid in a one gallon bag. Cause it sounds like you say the way you store it, even that, that bag is made to stand up. You could, well, some of them are, some of them are. I think the one you have is, what Ziploc bags base, do you right? have? So the, oh, these up. are
0: your, your, what are they called? Snapper bags? They are <laughs> called, uh, <laughs> stasher. Stasher, stasher, stasher bags. All right. And those stasher. are designed to stand up. This is a bag that's designed to stand up like a can. They're
2: in ver- various shapes. Some of them have a flat bottom that will sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is just more of a, uh, a flat one in, yeah. uh, in general.
0: Do you guys like to go with a system? Do you, do you like to do one system of storage so that all the parts and pieces will fit together? In some sort of cohesive way, or is it higgledy piggledy, all different kinds of storage for all different kinds of things, not necessarily matching within one cabinet?
2: I'm pretty higgledy piggledy, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. like most folks, we end up throwing out more fruits and vegetables. You know, we, mm-hmm. we often overestimate at the grocery store our yeah. demand for fresh fruits and veggies versus yeah. what we know intellectually we should be eating uh we always get overly ambitious and you really should be eating those things within 2 or 3 days for the most part yeah of purchasing them and plan around what you've purchased so i feel that our fridge usually has various degrees of rotting uh salad greens <laughs> <cream. laughs>
1: Yeah. Brown there. liquid at the bottom. Yes. I love the idea the of peaches. Yeah.
0: You have to plan around the produce that you buy. What I always wind up doing is I will go grocery shopping, get everything put away and then go out to dinner. Yes. Like I've just <laughs> bought all of these. Yeah. As a treat. You're good I'm job. like Look at all the Reward good, job. Yourself. good job I did on groceries. Yeah. Meanwhile, the uh five avocados that are in the exact same stage of ripeness and will all be perfect on the same day are just going to – something is going to go to waste in there. Yeah. Do you find a system that – is there a system that you use that prolongs that more than others?
1: There are some. There are some containers that are made specifically to either allow moisture in or wick moisture away or allow the right amount of air in or out to keep stuff a little longer. But I mean, I'm similar to Craig. We have a lot of different storages. You know, we had a system I bought and then it mm-hmm. had to be BPA free and then it's, let's get glass. But then we watch shark tank every week. And if there is a good food storage solution <laughs> on there, I will, before the episode ends, I'm immediately looking forward to, I bought, I think it's, I forget what it's called, like the pizza caddy or something. Wait a minute. The season premiere was a couple of weeks ago. I'm watching it. I'm like, we do order pizza. And it would be, wouldn't it be nice if it was all stored in one container that's stacked? So it's a collapsible, it's the shape of a pizza slice. Oh my God. And it's silicone. So it, <laughs> Is it a pizza accordion? It. It's a, yeah, it's a pizza accordion. It opens up and then there are little gray inserts that you use to separate the slices, but they can also be used as microwavable plates. Although they are all, clearly whoever designed this has not had a pizza anywhere but Papa John's or Little Caesars, a place where they're <laughs> uh-huh. all small. Cause we, I ordered from, uh, Mulberry Street pizza, which I assume we've all, yeah, we're all sure. nodding. We know that's New York style large slices. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to put these, this pizza, these pizza slices away and I'm like ripping them and folding them to get them in there. I ate a slice before I <laughs> looked. I just. Wait, you a ate slice. a
0: slice you ate a slice just for storage purposes?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like three slices Keep were playing that. Yeah, they were playing near my God yeah. to the end stuff. I'm like, oh I pepperoni. it was just, i was just mindless at that point, Craig. I didn't enjoy it. Who am I who am I kidding? I was just the grinder machine. Although
0: you are a guy that like we talked about this uh, last week on the show, you are a kitchen uh-huh. gadget fan. Yes. You are also, to my knowledge, how, what degree does your kitchen storage fanness reach? Do you take your cereal out of the boxes you purchased them in and put them into special, uh,
1: cereal containers? Maybe. Fair. I might have four. Look, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I don't know how long we all have. <laughs> I'm going to get, I want to get all the storage. And I, and at the time I was only eating cereal on set. I was doing the slow carbs. So it was only, sugar it was sugar cereal it was only on saturday so it had to keep for longer so i got those uh cereal saver i have four of them that have different cereals in them now it's like raisin bran and i think one has some generic version of grape nuts in it that i just look at it and go <laughs> i'm going to throw you out you've had too it's been too long for you i've moved and you you came with us how is that possible hey man
0: dunk a banana and grape nuts it's still one of my all time favorite <laughs> treats sure it's a texture dream
1: yeah But uh, yeah, there's, yeah, I will do that when I make soup now or chill. I bought, this is another great shark tank thing. And I think this should be considered. Have you you heard of super cubes? S O U P E R. No, man. Very clever. Yes. It's very (laughs) clever. Silicone again. It is a tray. It is a tray similar. Mm -hmm. There is one that is, that is almost the exact size of an ice cube tray and one that is much larger. Each, each pocket holds a cup of liquid. So you can do soup. Or chili, or whatever you want. Then you put the top on it. It's got a locking top. You put it in the freezer, and then so I made chili weeks ago, and it's been sitting in the freezer. And when I want some, I take a cube, pop it out. I know it's a cup. I reheat it in a in a pot for a little while, and then it's like fresh. I like that. That's smart. Yeah, they got an investment. I think Lori invested. They got exactly the, the. They didn't have to give away too much equity. It's like you. That's when you know it's a good product when they don't get hammered on the equity. That's not what we're talking about here. (laughs) Stop staring at me like that, Mark. (laughs) How many years have you known me? 20 years? Uh, Yeah, 20 years. Can't be a surprise. No, this is not a surprise at all. (laughs) I know you like your kitchen
0: stuff. I like my kitchen stuff too. I like uniform kitchen stuff. So I try to get the set But I, you know, the I can never maintain the set because I'll take stuff to someone's place. And, uh, and, you know, you'll bring a dish to someone's place. Someone will bring a dish to your place. And very quickly, everybody's food storage containers are all a jumbled mess. Mm -hmm. I think there are, if we're going to narrow this down, I think we can take a look at some of the major categories of food storage that we're going to be dealing with and see who goes through to the finals.
2: And this is back to antiquity? This is back to, anti- <laughs> we're going back to antiquity. We're going cave. to,
0: uh okay, food storage system number one, salt. Mm-hmm. Massive yeah. amounts of salt. Sure. sure. Yeah. Entire cities have risen and fallen on the or on what was once a currency called salt. So we can look at different types. Uh, do you guys have food, like flavor-wise, do you have a particular method of food storage and rejuvenation that works best for you are you uh i like it frozen and reheated are you like it, i like it canned and then brought back are you dried and
2: rehydrated or just dried in general i guess i don't dry and rehydrate very often though yeah. that sounds intriguing sure no. i
1: I'm thinking i'm thinking
0: like too. mushrooms like you know you know you get a little thing you gotta soak them in water for a little while yeah it's not okay. like rehydrating a pizza in back in the future part two you can also that make that dinosaurs that way
1: you just drop them in water and then <laughs> that's true the t-rex is back Yeah, that's what John Hammond did.
2: I do love making soup or chili. Chili gets better and better the more the week goes on. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't resist having a bowl then and there. But then I love putting the pot of soup in the fridge and just letting those and then reheating it for a while at low when you heat it back up like you could nuke it. You could nuke it and have your chili in in 30 seconds, but I like to put it just on the burner and let it simmer for a while, and those yeah. flavors start to get more and more complex as as the week goes on. I, m- I make a good turkey chili. I, I
1: like need a that. recipe from you because the last chili I made I hated, mm-hmm. but I ate it because I didn't want to – like, just over time, I was like, well, well, all right, I'll eat the last of this because it has to – like, it just has to go away. I didn't even have Jennifer try. I was like, it's going to be too hot for you. You're not going to like this. But I I like a turkey makes the best chili. It really does. Like ground beef is just not, it's a turkey takes flavor a lot better and it comes with a little bit more flavor of its own.
0: I like a ground beef chili though. I like a turkey chili (laughs) and a ground beef chili. For me, the last vehicle for chili, that last little bit that's in the fridge, because I'm like you, I love to have that in there. Sometimes I won't even move it to a new container. Just the entire pot itself goes into the fridge. You take it out, set it back on the stove, take it off, put it back in the fridge, which is probably not the best way to do things or the most efficient for energy, but that's the way I like to do it. But the final so we do vehicle the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The final vehicle for me for a pot of chili is I go and I buy a bag of tortilla chips or some of those uh some of those scoops, some of those uh, Trader Joe's uh scoops. Sure. Classic right Frito pie. Classic, yeah, exactly. Chili becomes chili is the thing that goes from being an in, a meal, and as it gets smaller and smaller, becomes an ingredient. Hmm. You know. All right, Hal. What about you? Do you uh, are you generally is your freezer full or is your pantry full more often?
1: Yes, they're both pretty full. Now, of yeah. we don't can like the canning process. My parents in law do that, and it's mm-hmm. like that is a very involved process. And and generally, my understanding of it is you prep a bunch of food just to be canned and then you have it for an incredibly long time, but it's not yeah. like the leftovers of a meal. So to me, that doesn't even like when I think of food storage, I think more of you had a meal. There's some leftover. What do you put it in? Is it a bag? Do you put it on a in a bowl or a plate and put saran wrap over it, which there's no way on earth. I would let that, I would quit before that one. because it <laughs> never the best thing that saran wrap clings to is itself. The second yeah. you separate it, it's, it's a it's a mess. And the aluminum foil, when you put it over something, it holds the shape nicely, but it's not there's nothing clinging. So it's not really like it's doing a a perfunctory job of covering the the vessel. But I don't think it's really keeping anything fresh.
2: Yeah, we could eliminate saran wrap uh, and I aluminum think- foil right away, can't we? <laughs> I think all oh, yeah. wraps, all wraps
0: can be eliminated. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, you want saran, want wrap, something saran wrap is not only like what hal said of like how it, it folds all over itself but then you've got that sharp edge that yep. you always end up cutting your finger on yeah. always or
0: your forearm if you're trying to like i'm gonna get this straight i'm gonna make a straight line this time this one time i'm gonna <laughs> you just press down one thing and nope and it's a mess and now my forearm's bleeding yeah <laughs> all of those wraps i think are are uh fool's gold so how important is air tightness to you? Are we talking and Craig, I'll ask you this. Have you ever done the uh Mason jar canning, like put it in the heat and it'll stay for a
2: year kind of thing? Yeah, like pressure cooking? I have not done that with Mason jars, but I I do think Mason jars are a contender. I think Mason Isn't... jars are a big contender, yeah. Yeah. Because of their elegance. Mm-hmm. Uh we have we have a lot of Mason jars. We have Chicken broth, uh, we made a while ago in the freezer in a Thank mason God. jar. Thank God it's not in a bag.
1: <laughs> I'm just glad it's not next in to a that bag. bag of frozen milk, right? Gah! What
0: functions do mason jars serve in your home aside from food storage?
1: Well, we
2: store a lot, we store a lot of our rice and beans and uh, sugar and flour in mason jars. Mm-hmm.
1: You get uh, bigger. Do you have different sizes of mason jars? Cause there's like some are just like. The eight. I feel like we had a bunch of the eight or sixteen ounce ones, whatever they were. They didn't feel large enough. So, what, like, what's your recommendation for a good starter kit? I guess I'm thinking of mason. So mason jars aren't just standardized one one size, right? I thought I that the
2: sixteens were the standard. Yeah.
0: like the ones you would drink out of in the south in the summer. Right. That's like a sixteen ounce mason jar.
1: But there are there are thirty two ounce. There are there bigger are, ones there are bigger well. ones or smaller ones. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think we use, we have those larger ones then that we store like pasta and rice in. Mm-hmm. Smart. And that seems to work great. We also have an ant problem in our kitchen. Oh. So. Oh, yeah. You leave a, an ounce of food out anywhere. They, yeah. they will find it. And yes, we've tried everything and we use the traps and, and everything. They, they keep coming back. Uh, so air tightness is a big component. For me, yeah. and, uh, and certainly for our dry storage, the, the mason jars seem to be doing the trick.
1: Are the, and is that just the standard? If anything's going to be out on the counter, it's in a mason jar, or is there like a Tupperware thrown in? Like where, or is that like, what's the?
2: Unfortunately, if there's things like that we've opened, like, uh, like I've, uh one of my favorite uh Trader Joe's snacks which is their garlic naan crackers mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. which are if you've ever had the big garlic naan from Trader Joe's that you have with uh indian food this is it in tiny cracker form and oh, it's delightful. great it's the best thing to eat dips with but once you open the box i could i suppose transfer them to a uh to some sort of plastic container but we That's tend to house put- style yeah, we tend to put open boxes and packages in the microwave uh-huh. and just leave them in there. This like, is- leave them in there just to keep them away, keep them away from the ants.
1: I, the number of times I have gone to microwave something and discovered like a slice of cake on a plate sitting in there, <laughs> I can't tell you. And every time I'm like, I've never, because I never, it never occurred to me before I got married that that was something you could do. It's that or in the oven because, but those are, like then the more I think about it, I'm like, oh, it does make sense. Like you don't want to use a whole container or it's sitting out or it's a box. We put them in the fridge but you have a smaller fridge so you can't, you don't have that Luxury makes sense.
2: If we have pastries, yeah, it's, it's basically serving the purpose of the bread box, the classic bread box, right. which uh, we do not own one, but we do own a microwave where we put uh, fresh boxes of food in.
0: If the microwave isn't being used to cook in the moment, yeah. it is a bread box. But then just, when
1: we use the microwave, we have to take everything out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where does it go? Do you have to put it on like a, like a, it goes on the plastic table. Plastic while the containers. We- Goes on the table while we nuke stuff
2: and then, you know, leave the microwave open for a while, let it air out, let those, the smells of the Thai food we just nuked (laughs) uh, evaporate into the air. And then we put all of our, uh, crackers and trail mix back in the, uh, the microwave where it belongs.
1: (laughs) I bought like a ton, like I said, I bought a ton of food storage stuff like in the spring of 2020. And one of the things I got was this collection of, not bread box, but sort of, you remember when premium crackers cut would come in, t- you could get like a collector's tin, like a pop top. It's like that. It's like a larger version of that. And we would we would store beans or open bags or stuff in there because we developed an ant problem in like April of 2020. And we were like, oh, we have to have somebody come and spray. But like we were paranoid about, ki- I'm always paranoid about food being out anyway. And mm. like the cooktop being clean and all that. And by the way, the person who who came to spray, definitely used our toilet and I could prove it because the squatty potty had urine on it. And if you're (laughs) listening to this, if you're a fan, you're not allowed to listen anymore. You're banned from this show. (laughs) Shame on you. There was toilet paper. You could have wiped it up. We never needed to know. It's fine if you use our bathroom, but don't, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the seedy. for Pete's sake, (laughs) or in this case, the squatty or the squatty. Oh, how did you do that? Were you doing squats at the same time? Sorry. (laughs) I'm taking this off. Point is, I got those containers. They're great. I still use them. And I use them for crackers. Like we have one that's larger that like the saltine crackers go in there. But also if we have like a sleeve of ice cream, sugar cones or something, they go in there. Like any any loose cracker stuff Mm -hmm. goes in that container.
0: To what degree do aesthetics come into play for you as far as food storage goes? I, I know for me, I like to use mason jars. Because they're clean, they're classic, and I can put, like you said, Craig, I can put staples in them and they can sort of sit out on a counter on a shelf, and it's they have sort of, they have a uniformity to them. I also like to use old tins. Uh some I have some like vintage Italian tins that I use for like tea and assorted things like that. So I like having a cool aesthetic on the counter. Does that come into
2: play for you guys? I think so. I think that should be a, a criterion
1: yeah the, the the elegance of uh of storing yeah i think you want it to look nice and also the things that are aesthetically pleasing generally fit well like the one of the great things about mason jars and i used mm. one for a couple of years to keep uh bacon grease i would keep it for like a year i would use bacon grease to cook whatever's left over i had to throw out and then i would ref- like every time i mm. would make bacon i would refill it so What's great about that is not only does it look nice, but it the way it stores is really efficient in terms of it's use. There's not mm-hmm. the, a good food storage system of any kind can't have wasted. Like you don't need handles out on the side. The worst. Don't give me a
0: food storage thing that's shaped in a hilarious or fun way. <laughs> I don't need that giant teddy bear full of pretzels. You know what that thing does? Gets in the
1: way but will you and there's always a pretzel trapped in the foot of the teddy bear that yeah yeah. i want to get it out out.
0: i want that pretzel
1: the foot pretzel
0: your move Snyder's of hanover give that bear some great big shoes so there's negative space inside for the pretzels to move around let's take a quick break when we come back i'd love to talk about materials used in assorted food storage but until then please enjoy some promos for the other wonderful shows on the maximum fun network As well as some of the sponsors that keep We Got This With Mark and Hal coming to you every week.
1: We Got This With Mark and Hal is brought to you in part by Trade Coffee. If you've been getting your coffee from the grocery store and drinking the same coffee every day, it's time to try something even better with Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service that makes it so simple for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. Trade partners with the nation's top-rated independent roasters to send you coffee that they know you'll love, fresh to your home and on your preferred schedule. And you get to support small local businesses. That's a win-win. That's what we call that. That's also doing well by doing good. All right. Whether you already know what you like or are new to specialty coffee, you need some help. Trade makes it easy and convenient to discover new coffees. Mark, you've discovered a ton of new coffees with Trade.
0: I have, and I have loved all of the ones that they've sent me so far. There hasn't been a clunker in the bunch. But that said, I am super partial to Pechoto. Shout out to them. Loved Feast. I loved Flores Bellas from Huckleberry. I like the sweet and smooth. It was You know what it was? I switched from Balance and Fruity to sweet and smooth. I've gotten two sweet and smooth so far, and they're fantastic. That's the beauty of this is you tell them what you like. They send you different stuff to try. It's the easiest way to get coffee, and it's always an exciting moment when I get that red package in my mailbox because I don't know what's inside it. It's like opening up a present. This last one was Huckleberry.
1: You know what's crazy, Mark, is we've known each other for years, and I, I know that you drink coffee. I've always known that you drink coffee, but I've never heard you speak with this depth About coffee, like really trade has helped you kind of explore all these different depths of flavor to really zero in on what you like the most. Yeah, it's great. They're like coffee sommeliers. It's like walking into a restaurant, having
0: trade coffee as my server come in and know everything about it and say, what exactly would you like? And I said, well, I like this. I like this and I like this. And they say, "Okay, I'll bring you something you'll love. You ever do that? You ever go to a restaurant? Yes. Tell them what you like and they'll bring you something you love. They're like, just trust me. Yeah. And in the case
1: of trade, I trust them. Yeah. That's how I get pie at every restaurant I go to. (laughs) Upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee and let them take the guesswork out of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your subscription plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash wegotthis. That's drinktrade.com slash wegotthis for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Drinktrade.com slash wegotthis. I'm going to make some coffee right now.
2: I'm Lisa Hannawalt and I'm Emily Heller. Wow, Emily, we've been doing this podcast for 10 years. I know, but hey, don't worry. You can jump in at literally any episode and hear us talk about some of our favorite stuff. Caterpillars becoming butterflies, Martha Stewart flying around in a private jet full of trees. Yes, you heard me right, trees. Neighbors becoming enemies. Just kidding. <laughs> Whatever messed up stuff we can find on Wikipedia. Our impeccable taste in everything from dogs to TV shows to bodily functions. And horses. Lots and lots of horses. Come for our horned up rants about the world. Stay for the catchy theme songs. You might not learn anything, but we're a good hang. Baby Geniuses. Every other week on MaximumFun.org. Baby Geniuses. Tell us something we don't know.
0: Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Our comedy podcast, Jordan, Jesse, go, just celebrated its 15th anniversary. It was a couple months ago, but we forgot. Uh, Yeah, completely. Our, Our silly show is 15 years old. That makes it old enough to get its learner's permit. And
1: almost old enough to get the talk.
0: Wow, I hope you got the talk before then. A lot of things have changed in 15 years. Our show's not one of them.
1: We're never changing, and
0: you can't make us. Jordan, Jesse, go the same forever at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. During the break, we got to talking, and we all went to our respective kitchens and got some of our favorites. That we think might be contenders. But first, I want to talk a little bit about materials. What do you think is important in food storage material? And what do you think are the contenders?
2: Durability. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ability to get an airtight seal. Yeah. Yeah. Safety. Like, ant, like ant the material,
1: proof. Like the, ant, the plastic. Yeah. Anything that keeps ant ant-proof. proof. That's pretty yeah. much it. This is all, it's an entirely ant based thing. But yeah, like something that's not like a top, ta- like BPA free is important. Right. Like as we learn more about, about the materials we're using to, to store food, mm-hmm. that becomes, I think, important. Something that is not going Where to be Where do you trade shot. off chemicals? Though,
0: you trade off in durability for like glass is non porous and, but is not as durable as plastic is, but plastic, you're going to wind up with, you know, the smells and the stains and the uh, potentially fumes from, you know, cooking stuff in the microwave in a container like that.
1: Right. But what are you doing with it? You know what I mean? Like this is glass. What's great about it is I can freeze it and go fridge, freezer, microwave dishwasher, except for the lid, the lid you don't obviously want to put in the microwave, but it, you know, I'm not smashing it on the ground. You know, I could drop anything, and but I, I don't buy it because I because I like I don't want something that can ever break. Right. So I prefer I've always liked plastic just because I feel better about stacking it. Like you don't get that mm. scraping. So that is kind of a an advantage of it. But I used to like it used to be growing up. We had Tupperware, which obviously is classic. Yeah. But also I was I assume both like of actual like up,
0: DM trademark with capital yeah. T Tupperware. Yeah. The, and I, I don't had, think we like, ever had that brand. Top.
1: It had like yeah. a ridge top to it. And then the pitcher, we had the brown pitcher with the push button at the top that the iced tea would go in. Amazing. But where was I going with this? Completely lost my thread. <laughs> no idea. Wait, oh. was the Tupperware purchased at a Tupperware party? I don't
2: think it was at a Tupperware. Par- I think. Oh, well, maybe because that really was a multi-level marketing scheme,
1: wasn't it? It, it was. Yeah. yeah. yeah Tupperware was, like, was the Tupperware original party. young living oils. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> or Avon. Avon yeah. also like they were both. Yeah. I mean, it was, we don't need you to move. Product. If you could find 12 more people to hold these parties, think yeah. about how much money you could make. It would be huge, but they were, they were good containers, but also more often than not, I assume both of you grew up with like the margarine container. Once it was done, you would wash it out and that would become food storage. So you oh, would reuse a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So that was, I do that with I jars now
0: having. with like glass jars with lids. I do that now, like a pickle I'll jar
1: store. or something like that. Yeah, I'll I'll read peanut butter jars, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll do that. Yeah, clean it Since out and it becomes. Free. Now they're plastic. Like they used to be glass jars. Now if they're plastic jars, mm-hmm. that's no difference. You still will. That becomes like a dry goods container. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you get like Chinese or Thai delivery, sometimes they'll you know they'll come in these kind of plastic long mm-hmm. uh, containers, which we will wash out and and reuse. Yeah, for a while.
1: We'll do that too. And the soup containers, those cylindrical containers that are like a quart, yeah, quarter, a gallon, whatever. So you don't have to put your liquids into a bag. You can put them in <laughs> these <exactly> respectable <laughs> containers. But that's something every professional kitchen has. That's how they store stuff. And when I, yeah. TikTok is the worst thing that ever happened to my wallet in my kitchen because I see stuff and I'm like, yes, that's the solution to everything. Yeah, I'll you're go, very I'll much on chef that. talk. I'm, a, I am way into chef talk, uh, <laughs> chef talk, clean talk. People farting talk, everything. I just everything for the home. You gotta stop saying that. I've those. got it taken care of. No, you need thank to you, see. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, Chef. Yes. Yeah. Jeff. But those containers are great. They do you can use them for dry goods or or for stuff mm. you need to refrigerate. So those are those are really good. What what were you saying? I'm sorry, Mark, I cut you off. You were piggybacking off of what you said before. I think that what you held up, I
0: brought out, I guess we've got, we've got our show and tells, we can jump into that now. I grabbed almost an identical thing that you have. It's got a plastic lid, but it's a Pyrex bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think Pyrex is one of those, the bowls and cups, you know, the sort of container shit, rectangular or some sort of volume cube based glass Pyrex container, I think is another one that's got to be fairly uh near the top of the list or at least jumping into the finals big fan of pyrex yeah big fan of pyrex you can even put Mm -hmm. it in the oven that's a huge thing for me is this can go fridge dishwasher microwave and also the oven so it can get super hot it can get super cold it's you can get an airtight seal not without the help of a plastic lid but yeah i think that for me that is that's my go-to but mason jars are also up there glassware as well Super durable. You can, you just can't heat them really fast and then go straight to the cold. You can't go, you know, freezing straight to hot, but you can do both with them. Yeah. I learned that not long ago
1: when I was living alone, I made chicken. First of all, I heated it up too much, too high. Mm. And then I put it on the counter on my tile counter at the time and just heard like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I guess I can't eat that burnt chicken. Have
2: you ever made the mistake of cooking in a glass dish? Maybe something cheaper than Pyrex mm-hmm. and then immediately trying to wash out the dish and the cold water shattering the uh, the yeah, glass, oof. which is still super hot from the oven. I've made that mistake multiple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is
0: not a pleasant feeling. It's scary. People. It's jarring. We it we is scary.
1: Took, yeah, we all took science class and yeah. yet that goes right out. You always think like some of this stuff I'm never going to, you know, I'm going to be an actor. Or mm-hmm. or do something creative. I don't really need this knowledge. And then all of a sudden there's your science teacher laughing at you as Pyrex shatters in your hands. Or glass, glass apparently does not
2: care for extreme immediate <laughs> shifts in extreme temperature. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to be fair, they're
0: not wrong. My yogi used to like that. I was not into it. He would go hot shower, cold shower, hot shower, cold, and he recommended it. And then he stole your picnic basket. And then he stole my, yes. Oh, sorry. No, Hal. I can see where the confusion was. (laughs) Different yogi.
1: Yoga. Yoga. My yoga
0: yoga instructor.
1: I'll stretch over to this
0: picnic
2: basket. (laughs) Not my yogi. Not my yogi.
1: (laughs) 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 This Pyrex, by the way, this bowl, has Hmm. graphics on the back to show you what you can and cannot do with it. And there's one, it's like, it says no to the range, but then the microwave seems to be fine. It looks like a television, but I assume it's the microwave. Okay. Then the third thing, I can't figure out what it is. And it's freaking me out because I don't know what I've been doing with it that I'm not supposed to be doing. What but is it, the picture? Can you show us the picture? It
0: is. Or describe Well, look, this is an audio show. So describe the picture to us.
1: It is the entire container uh-huh. crossed out. Okay. So don't a use line this container above it and wavy lines going down, which looks like a shower. Maybe it's the dishwasher, but I, this I think it can go broiler. in the dishwasher. Oh, it can't go under the broiler. That's well, my it guess. Says it, it crossed out the oven. Oh no, it does have the oven there.
2: So it has the oven. I think we know that from comics that wavy lines are the universal sign for smells. So I think it just, <laughs> oh, means that's don't true. Bring, don't bring uh, your smelly food to work.
1: Don't put yeah. smelly food in this yeah. and go to work. Of course. Don't be the guy that brings durian to work. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for helping me figure that out. Yeah. I feel a lot smarter now. You look a lot smarter now. I do. Finally. Yeah. One smart fella. He looked smart. Weird that that mortarboard just appeared on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I did look like them when I, the day I graduated from high school. I had glasses and the mortarboard on, and I looked like the guy on the Yahtzee box. <laughs> the one that my grandmother had from the sixties. Where it was like, it looked like Dave Berg was graduating from high school. And that's what I looked Gosh. like. Too.
2: I don't think of Yahtzee as one of the more intellectual games. <laughs> you don't
1: really, you don't really it doesn't really test your mind. You have to make decisions, but yeah. really it's a lot of going. <laughs>
2: A, like, nobody says, says, "Hey, shit. look at this guy, real Yahtzee player."
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I, That's I my did first pull shot. out. Yeah. yeah, what do you have? Pull out. This is a classic Mason jar. It says Mason on it multiple times. Like so, mm-hmm. Mason really is is a brand, I guess.
0: Yeah, and also a secret society. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, just like they they want to keep their club to themselves, like their jars keep everything in. Yeah. <laughs> um. But we use these a lot more, oh, which are yeah. Kilner so top Kilner jars. Yeah, oh, is that what they're called? Okay. And I I guess Kilner is a brand established mm-hmm. 1842, but I don't know if this is a larger category. So this is kind of the uh, the the metal clasp top, but it's mm-hmm. also kind of lined with rubber there to mm-hmm. get a, a a tight seal. So that it's we've hinged. got some bow-
0: It's a this is a glass lid that with a rubber gasket that is hinged on top with a wire uh latch.
2: Yeah, yes. and we have some of these that are quite I love large, those. and with, they're mm-hmm. really elegant and and nice,
1: and they do the job. We've got a little bow tie pasta in there that's just waiting too. to be cooked someday. Yeah. Doesn't it make you feel like you're in a rest, like you live in a restaurant, like in a good way? Like, oh, I must be in a fancy Italian place because the pasta is out on display in these glass (laughs) jars.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's hidden away from the ants in, uh, in a cabinet. Actually going through, you know, I, we always feel like. It's such a pain in the butt to, uh, to go to the grocery store. We always feel like we don't have any food here and there's right. looking through the cabinets. I'm like, Oh yeah, there's stuff that I could make yeah. all the time. Entire like, meals. Mm-hmm. There is entire meals sitting there that, that it's not going to take long for me to make that I just don't yeah. think about. Like all this
0: pasta that I have stored. Yeah. They're stored too well. And it's yeah, I do think too that, well. I do think that bow tie <laughs> pasta is the official pasta of put me in a glass jar and out on the counter in your Italian cucina. Like that, like it's that, is that visually? It's that yeah. pasta. I feel like
1: that and like a tricolor linguini. That's a yeah, nice. exactly and a Splunk jar. That's very <laughs> like visually pleasing. Like, Oh, what about yep. Brooklyn? Yeah, you'd feel like you're uh, ah. in a classic Italian restaurant. What did you bring, Mark? I brought
0: out well I grabbed because the, the things that I grabbed that I think are my biggest contenders, I brought the Pyrex out. Mm-hmm. Uh the you know, the Pyrex uh, this in this case rectangular container, I have the round ones as well. Sure. A classic mason jar, I'm talking uh screw lid and then the little seal, you know, the mm-hmm. that little piece on top because uh, the mason jar for me because it feels like the one that started it all going back to Napoleon's army and one of his soldiers figuring out that if you create a tight seal and heat it up that food will last for months and years and this is as close I think to the original function of food storage as we have and I think it's the most elegant going right now so I think that is up there near the top for me I also grabbed just one of these big rectangular like gasket sealed yes. uh, staple containers, these specifically rectangular because I like the stackability of them and the storage space use. Because I think that food storage we're trying to accomplish a couple of things, and there are a couple of things that come in handy, which is uh how many different environments can it be in? Super cold, super hot, room temperature, long time. Uh, How long does something se- stay shelf stable and how little space can it take up? You know what I mean? And some are great for some things and some not for others. Uh Ziploc bags, great for being super, super space saving. Like you were saying at the beginning with your small fridge, you use the silicone bags for that. Mm-hmm. Other things not so useful for. But um, what else did you guys bring on uh, show and tell day? Anybody have anything else in their collection that they wanted to shout out? Did you show us your cubes? Hell, uh, yeah, on just, just, oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, I have oh, I do have them. I'm going to show
1: them. Let's see uh, what I cubes. didn't bring cuz you brought up something and I I real I'm sitting here realizing like, "Oh, I have some storage containers." When you showed that, I assume that's flour in that gasket sealed or sugar? Um, this is I call this container Scarface.
0: I'm not allowed to tell you what this is in here.
1: Oh, it's cocaine. So I have one, yeah. I have a sound that and I bought pounds of it. <laughs> This is my I retirement. These, like, it's <laughs> not the most <laughs> subtle name. No, it's, yeah, it's really. It's not a. Uh, it's not a mystery. I bought these containers once for flour, once for white sugar, one is for brown sugar. Brown mm. sugar comes with the the little like uh clay coin, little like, clay disc that you what? put into. So it, it what it does what is this is sorcery. It, it's something meant to keep the sugar from drying out. Oh, okay. Because that's the problem with brown sugar is it's always got to have a little bit of moisture to it. You don't want it dried out. And then you get those little nuggets. Yeah. The white sugar container has, you can open the main lid or there's a little side thing you can open up if you want to pour some out. And then the flour comes Mm with with a plastic piece on the top that you can use to level off your measuring cup. So they each have their own. Like, I love those containers and none of them could win because they're made for that one thing. They do great at that one thing. Yeah. And it's sort of the same with this. I brought a lunch container that I think is cool just because it has the different Oh, like I like sections. a compartmentalized thing. Yeah. But I don't think – wait, let's see what it says on this. It says, yes, to a cup and a fork. It can go up to 120 degrees down to negative 20. It is dishwasher safe, uh, only for reheating, not for cooking. Reheating time, not more than three minutes. <laughs> so you got to be <laughs> will real. Will it keep your hot items careful.
2: hot and your cold items cold? It will like not. Like it,
1: it is just a piece of plastic at the end of the day made by <laughs> rusby you can find it at the container store like i did <laughs> these are the super cubes so oh, it is a yeah. line ah. of four cup cup-sized, and you have Rectang- little measuring area rectangular they're big yeah they're really big and are well i'll show this side you can squeeze them and stuff so when when you freeze something it's easy to just pop it out yeah and then that's a nice lid. benefit of the silicone this lid forms a seal. The whole thing goes in the dishwasher when you're done. So this was the one that held my chili way mm-hmm. long ago.
0: It, it feels like that got, should be in a planet Hollywood.
2: Yeah. If you've got four gigantic chili cubes in yes. there and you just want to have one, uh-huh. you really do have to pop it out or can we, if you turn it
1: over, will they all fall out or? No, I actually turned it over and it took me a second to get the one out that I wanted to get out. Like it didn't it was it doesn't just mm-hmm. slide out and each one is a cup which is basically a serving so mm. you that way you're it has the advantage over and i i've done stuff in bags i'll use those that pyrex bowl and put that in in the freezer but ultimately the problem becomes i have to reheat the whole thing i can't use a hacksaw to cut right. the frozen food in half and do it that way i mean i could but i'm not going to so this is a really, stuff. Sm- yeah, this was such a smart solution for that. And even the smaller sizes work too. I mean, you could put, you could freeze a lot of different, you could freeze like garlic. You, there's a lot of different things that you could freeze in the smaller ones as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really smart invention, but it's only for storage. It's not really for reheating. So I think that is the, that would disqualify it as great, as great an invention as it is. As many problems as it solves, it doesn't solve the problem of, can I reheat it in this container and then put the rest yeah. away? Because you can't. I do like that, though. I think those things, that is a cool
0: invention, and I'm jealous that you have it. You can get it on Amazon. You mentioned I'm something not in a too, club. <laughs> I want to point out that comes in really handy and is frequently a feature of a mason jar, and that is, doesn't take that much longer to put some lines on the side. It makes it really handy when it also functions as a measuring cup. Just a little line sure. to say 16 ounce, 32, 8. Just four lines down the side of the container makes all the difference in the world, especially if you're, you know, count, you know, measuring out portions for recipe reasons or for whatever reason you are. I think that's another thing that comes in handy. I want to jump real quick and see if there are any. First of all, I'd like to see where our heads are right now as far as who our finalist contenders are. What do you guys think?
2: I did uh, investigate the Kilner Company a little more, and it says that the Kilner Ooh. Company is, makes a clasp top mason jar. So apparently this is still considered a mason jar. Mm. Uh So uh-huh. I, I think that that is a, a broad
1: category of jars. So I think mason jars have to be in there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, we haven't really talked about classic Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Like Which the plastic maybe, with the plastic with the plastic lid. Plastic with the plastic. It burps. With the burp. It, yeah, with the, the burp. So that you know yeah. that the oxygen has escaped and the freshness is sealed in. And maybe it's more, it might be more like it crawled so that all these other things could, could fly. Yeah. Because it was more ubiquitous. Like we all had them. Somebody got them at a party or you picked them up. Like now, there's like a whole, do you know there's a whole culture around Tupperware? Yeah. And if. If you go, oh, everybody knows as well. No no, 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 no. I was, everyone, I that was, that, that was a, that was a <laughs> continuing. <laughs> sorry, on, sorry, Craig, please, sorry.
0: A, <laughs> please keep going. No,
1: um, Craig, say, Craig um, knows
0: everything. Craig now. does know
1: everything. I was thinking about, I think about Craig a lot, uh, specifically when I'm, I, you know, my day job is writing trivia questions. Whenever I, I write anything Academy Award related, I'm like, well, Craig, know, Craig, Craig will know the answer to this and all the questions I couldn't even think of to write. Yeah. But if you ever find yourself in Los Angeles when the, when the Pasadena, the Rose Bowl flea market is happening and you go there, it's, it's cool to visit for a lot of reasons. But one of them is that there is a vendor who deals specifically in Tupperware and it's everything from the classic yellow, orange, brown, red, green, but like maybe the colors that we mm-hmm. had when we were younger to now all these fl- fluorescent colors and pink and, and emerald and it's just amazing how much and they, they it is expensive. They are, ex- yeah. they're expensive and not worth it. When you consider that for the same amount of money, you can get two or three pieces that will do a better job of not only keeping your food, but, but be microwave safe to reheat yeah. them afterwards.
2: But this so is it, a podcast about pop culture impact. It is. Yeah. And, and I Tupperware think Tupperware has, has, has to, to be that, considered,
1: yeah. you know, in, and
2: it's not as, uh, efficient in 2022 but yeah still has to be considered historically well and the ziploc bag as well i mean and yeah that's
0: another you know these are giant innovations how much of this is they are actually the best container and how much of it is they are well advertised and always have been you know what i mean like you think of you think of tupperware you think of this i don't call it a zip bag i call it a ziploc bag you know what i mean yeah. it's the q-tip sure. and the kleenex
2: They didn't always have like the zipper that you could run all the way down because that makes it 200 times more efficient than the old of like, do I have it all where you're trying to push every little (laughs) portion of it down? That, Uh that's the old system. And I still like with anything that that's why you're worried Mm -hmm. about my stasher bags, Mark. I think that's what it is. Because you're used to those little baggies where you had to like, individually flatten it out and there's always going to be some part of it you don't get.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Terrified, Craig.
0: There's though, you know, the ones that really helped me with that though. And I thought it was as a kid, I was like, this is a brilliant innovation is because, you know, you wouldn't always know how to make sure you got the Ziploc bag completely sealed. Well, the plastic on the top, they made one side of it yellow and one side of it blue. Mm -hmm. And you knew that you had gotten a seal when you saw green.
2: I was like, what a simple fix, right? Today, I just learned that. So I guess I never sealed it.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would go yellow and blue, make green. That was like part of their commercial. That was their ad campaign. I want to address what you said, Mark, because there is a piece of like a great advertising campaign can get a lot of people to buy something. Yeah. But the product being good is what gets them to buy it again. Yeah, and over time it just establishes. Like when you move into a place or you get it, you're putting your kitchen together for the first time, you always get aluminum foil, you always get Saran wrap because those are the things that I had in my kitchen growing up, so I need them now. We Mm -hmm. never use the Saran wrap or or cling wrap, which is slightly better, but still, you can't figure out which side is the like. It seems like they're both. I have the same roll
0: that I bought when I moved
1: in. Right, same. Like, I haven't changed it. The the aluminum foil we'll use for stuff for baking and stuff, so that Mm -hmm. that gets used more. You'll line a pan with it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we have Ziploc freezer these gallon freezer bags, Mm -hmm. and it's the purple and blue or are the zipper, but it's heavy duty. It doesn't have the slide, which I agree is way better. Although those things can break off on like the like when I'm like, oh, I'll just get Ralph's brand; it'll be fine. It won't be (laughs) fine. It's it will break. Yeah, it will get red liquid in that one. But the Ziploc freezer bags are fantastic. I have stored chili and soup in them, laying flat in the fridge, and it was fine. Scary. It was 100% fine. So, are we putting the Ziploc bag on the pedestal? I mean, it is pretty classic. It does let la- like you can't. I don't. I mean, you can't do like a sous vide with it or anything. So, I don't think you can cook with it. I don't yeah. think they're microwave safe. Maybe no, I. Don't, I you is, can
0: but... only sous vide with those vacuum sealers, and those seem right. like a whole big mess. I don't think that's going to be our winner. No. So right now we're looking at the Mason jar, Tupperware, and the Ziploc bag. Is the Pyrex container making the list? Yes. Yeah, has to. And then finally, I would like to know, are there any disposable to-go food storage containers? We've talked about food storage containers on here that are specifically designed for long-term in-the-pantry what about, uh, single use food storage containers? Are there it? I realize how wasteful they are by their very nature, but are there any that might make this final cut? I would argue maybe the aluminum pie tin when used as a to go vessel, because it is the cleanest version of recycling at the end of the day. Hmm. It's not, it's not, you're not recycling plastic or in that case, you know, the compostable, uh, whole foods box would be another one. What do you guys think?
2: I think the
1: styrofoam box can go. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> that, yeah. That's the yeah. worst, right? Absolutely. They're really bad.
1: I do like of, the Chinese food containers just because they they're they're memory evoking, not because they're yeah. particularly good. There's an elegance. Anything.
0: There's a there's a, a New York City sitting on the floor of your place you just moved into elegance to a Chinese and food container.
1: They correct me if I'm wrong, similar to uh, there are other Containers that where you can do this, but you can undo the folds on the side and it becomes a plate. Am I dreaming this? I also saw There's that. that, TikTok. that I didn't see it on TikTok. I swear I saw it somewhere else. It was back in the day. Yeah. Apparently, you're supposed to do that with the ketchup cups too. It was on E Bombs World. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> Real ones know. <laughs> in your
2: 20s, everybody has a, a Chinese container of yeah. of fried rice with you you can't date uh how far back that it goes <laughs> yeah. in your fridge it just lives there for a
0: yeah, while yeah. you said
2: for your 20s it's for the duration of <laughs> your 20s
0: yes. even the and smell gives
1: no gives no like that's what we all do right when we open a container you go mm-hmm. just to see if yeah
0: no yeah. if it's been in there a long time straight to the pan i don't want to know
1: Oh, you! Oh, you're really straight like, to
0: the pan. Burn off whatever's whatever's God, living on there. You
1: are such a Mr. Magoo. It blows my mind <laughs> that like the amount of hospital and jail time you've avoided in your life is uh, is unreal. I hope welcome. it never catches up with you. But that has got to be one of like I'll just throw it in there and cut, spray and pray like whatever's in there. But also, you've seen Mark's refrigerator, right, Craig? Yes, it very rarely has anything in it. It's very few ingredients. Like you are very efficient in your use of food.
2: Yeah, but the things that are in there have been well thought about.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs>
2: <laughs> well considered.
0: Yeah. <sighs> what about the humble can? We haven't Just mentioned a can. can. Can of food.
2: A tin can. Tin yeah. can.
0: It's a container. It's food storage. Armies march on it. The can opener nope. won our best kitchen gadget episode. Oh. So if the, can, if the kitchen, if the best kitchen gadget is the can opener, do we have to talk about the can? I mean, it
2: stacks. <laughs> it's made of a nice material. I guess we don't think of it as much because we, you know, uh, food companies can for us and we buy the uh, yeah. can and it sits there for a while and then we open it and then immediately throw away the can. Yeah. Th- I think though that, there that, are people, there are people who can at home though. I'm not one yeah, of them, but yeah, I mean, this either. feels
0: more like we're, we're, we've narrowed this down to reusable or at least potentially reusable food yeah, storage.
1: Almost everything we've talked about, you use after you have already eaten some of your food mm-hmm. or after you've opened a container of food that is meant to last longer. Yeah. So. I think All that right. feels like a good. That's when I think. The that would open up a I whole new like can
0: it. of uh worms, too, of the way that food is packaged in the store. To that's be right. uh Yeah. All right. So here's what we're looking at right now. I've got the mason jar, Tupperware, the Ziploc bag, Pyrex, and a Chinese food container. Are there any that I'm missing? And can we start eliminating them? And how figure out how we're going to do this? Do we have any more that we want to add? We're
2: not going with salt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened to salt? You just know what? Just salt.
0: Coarse salt, just just coarse <laughs> salt by the truckload, just dumping it directly onto shipments of fish. The great vat of salt.
1: Throw a side of beef in there. Pork. Oh my god! Chicken. All right, you know what? I'm putting salt on the list. Yeah. I wonder if we all have the same answer right now. I that's think what I might. wonder. We could sit and eliminate these, but I feel like we all might have the same. We don't even have to say it at the same time. I'm, if you've I, got I'm, it, I do you got it, if you have it in front of you, hold it up. All right. I'll hold up. I don't. Have, I mean, I have. Pyre- I think it might be Pyrex. Really? Because it reheats. You think Mason jar? Two for Mason jar? One for Pyrex? Fair enough. I think it's the Mason jar. Yeah. The only reason I didn't go with Mason jar is because we kept talking about the ability to reheat and cook mm-hmm. with it. And that you cannot do. So it is great. But again, we're talking about best food storage and not yeah. best food reheating. So its ability to reheat is good, but the fact that the mason jars, they haven't improved the technology in, what, 150 years? Is that how long it's been? something like that. Something like that. That is pretty great. Now I feel bad that when we were moving, I told Jennifer, I was like, the the jars aren't coming with us. We made it rid of the mason jars? No, she bought a bunch of them. Of all of the kitchen containers you have. You don't understand. There were a bunch of empty mason jars at the top of the kitchen. We weren't using them. But maybe I should have. Maybe you should have. All right, fine. People of the world, I made a mistake. I'm only human. You're supposed to make your mistakes, as Billy Joel said. I know those aren't the lyrics. Don't come at me. (laughs) (laughs) You have so many great food storage choices from bags that you should definitely lay flat on their tummies in the freezer, to amazing silicone cubes, to glass that you can shatter in the sink after you've cooked with it, but the best of all is the simple and humble mason jar you can store dry goods in it you can store stuff in it that goes in the freezer or the fridge or you can do a canning process with it and have food that will last even longer so it really does it all and that's what makes it the best food storage ever and it still remains on the top of the hill it has not been usurped yet asked and answered
0: craig kakowski thanks for being here buddy
2: what a delight. I guess those secretive weirdos that rule the world figured out something about jarring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With their aprons and rings. Look, my yes, dad is a did. mason. I, if I hadn't picked that, I would have been in trouble.
0: That's right. <laughs> he has little lines on the side, so you know how full he
1: is, too. Will not tell me any secrets. Not one. Not ever. <laughs> we have <laughs> to not join. Active, not, yeah, he was like, you should join. It'd be good. I was like, no. I'm joining. Let's join. Yeah. dude. Come on, no, Greg. Let's all join guys let's join the freemasons one time i heard like if you're going to join just make sure you have clean underwear and i said i'm out oh my gosh mess, body see they mess with on you my own
0: they mess with you cuz i went i was doing a show yeah. once we were doing a sketch show and one of the guys in the group was a mason lamont king and just to mess with me i cuz he knew i was obsessed with uh, stuff like that and thought it was really cool we i would write a sketch or we would you know we'd sit around and we'd you know come up with some new bit and he'd go you can't do that bit And I'd go, what do you mean? He'd go, trust me, don't do that bit. (laughs) And it was, it
2: it just tickled me every time. Uh,
0: Yeah. But uh, Kikowski, thanks for being here, buddy. Where do you want folks to find you? What's going on in your world?
2: Oh, at Kikowski on Twitter. See Kikowski on Instagram. Social media is poison, getting worse all the time. But that's where to find me. Good point, and uh yeah, there's gonna be a thrilling adventure show soon we, oh, maybe so we can't say anything about it, no. but uh but i'll I'll be excited to to play with uh you fellas again amen uh pretty soon for a for a live thrilling show that hopefully we'll put out as a uh as a podcast hope so and uh oh i'm in uh history of the world part two the television series uh sequel to the mel brooks movie when does this happen that's i don't have i haven't heard anything about a launch date but i'm just i'm just in one episode i think it's gonna be Mm -hmm. on hulu and i play uh joseph stalin who i also played on drunk history so (laughs) wow Hollywood, I you guess. figured out my type.
1: <laughs> Was it a did you ever imagine when you were younger and you saw History of the World part one that not only would the trailer at the end of it come true, but that you would get to be in it? It's gotta be like pretty cool, right? I thought it would be Dracula dead and loving It, the sequel, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> get Amy Yazbek on the horn right now. <laughs> No,
2: I mean, that's the weirdness of the, the life we've chosen in, in comedy. And like, yeah. I've been lucky to, uh, meet and have worked with so many of my idols and so many of them have disabused me of the, the notion of, uh, of thinking they were great. Um, no, no, they're <laughs> only Chevy. Uh, no, they're, they're all, great. <laughs> they're all great. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's surreal and, and weird. I did not get to meet Mel. Uh, and apparently my, my friends who work on the show did not either, but, uh, but he zooms with them apparently, right but on. he's given, he's uh, given them his blessing to, uh, to make a TV show. Fantastic. That's amazing.
0: Well, I'm excited to see that. I too remember watching the trailer at the end of the movie going, when do we get part two? Yeah. And I'd, I'd, I'm so fired up that you're in that. Thank you more for coming on the space. show tonight. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please
1: reach out to us on Twitter at, we got this tweets or. Email us at WeGotThisPodcast at gmail.com or go to Facebook. Talk about and share pictures of your food storage of choice. Facebook.com slash group slash podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume. Go to Patreon.com slash Ken Plume to support all of the wonderful things he's doing that are not this. Also, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kilman, and QA engineer Jen Alba.
0: And, of course, thanks to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world. For giving us a chance to sit down with Craig and go deep on a ridiculous topic, which is what we love to do. And there's no one we love more to do it with than Craig and no one we love more to do it for than you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi.
1: For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. And don't worry everybody. We We got got this. this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a great final episode, guys. uh, It really
1: is. We're finally (laughs) ending.